0: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
1: It's like the police knew who he was before they got here.
2: From iHeart Podcasts. The medical
1: school
3: dean at USC was leading a secret double life.
1: He's breathing right now. Yes, he's
2: absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line.
4: Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone do.
2: I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far...
5: My role, also known as my role, flame Coming with laughs and coming with jams. On Love Lounge, baby, you better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics. Shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shot Town's on speaking to the grownest sexy. Hey. We gon' laugh, cut up and kick it. And at the end, we
4: leaving with just to lift your spirit. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit.
5: Old folks say we dig it. Hey. can't no bitch do what you do. Hey. can't no
3: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Laugh and Learn with Flame Monroe and Nick Smith. This I'm Flame Monroe, just in case you guys didn't know. That <laughs> right there is Nick Smith. When I was
6: talking to you earlier this week, though, you were talking about smoke coming all across Long Beach. Smoke was in
3: Orange County, so we—that's why I can't put lashes on because the smoke was in Orange County, and baby, I live right there outside of Orange County.
6: This has been a fire season for you all.
3: This has been a fire season, period. Because for four years we've had a fire in the White House. I'm glad <laughs> that somebody has put that goddamn fire out. Welcome to Laugh. It, laugh and learn with Flame Monroe and Mr. Who, Nick Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Let me hey let me show y'all my handsome who? part. Y'all take a good look at him now. You might not see him again until <laughs> Thursday when you watch the other part. Because I'm not taking the camera off these titties today, baby. Get your, look, what? Get your life, Doctor Debrô. I love you, Terry Debrô. You know, botched. Titties. I do indeed. Is he, he here? He's Is not he here, but he did my boo
6: I love that. I love that. He,
3: he, and I asked him, did he look up under my dress when I was asleep? You know, because mm-hmm. I had some Michael Jackson juice that provol. Best shit ever. Let me tell y'all something right now. I know what my... What did the propofol
6: from. do to you?
3: Baby, let me tell you something. I don't know. That <laughs> is what the propofol did. You just don't know anything. You sleep so wonderfully and so comfortably. When I woke up, I didn't even know I had surgery. I thought they changed their mind. Shut up. Seriously. I got up and walked to the elevator. They like, your wheelchair's right here. I don't need no wheelchair. Y'all didn't do nothing. I was all redone. Michael Jackson juice, baby. Just bandage. If they could get it in a pill or a bottle, I'd take it. i take that for. i take that coronavirus uh, vaccine.
6: Flame, I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, the vaccine is moving forward. In fact, we were just talking about how uh, they are ready to move forward with actually administering the vaccine to a number of people. Give
3: it to your mama, your uncles, and your kids, because you will not give it to me or my children. We're not taking it. And Lauren Hogan, my wonderful manager, brought in some information today to say that in Japan, mm-hmm. they have said that they are not giving it to their citizens because of the
6: side effects well or lack
3: of that they don't know about the side effects right
6: but before before that happens you do understand that there are several different vaccines floating out that are supposed to treat coronavirus and COVID. so the idea is that there there's more than just one
3: say that again there's 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 several exact so if it's one vaccine to fix one ailment how could you have three or four different vaccines that can fix one ailment
6: because there are different developers you know, you can have different TVs that still stream a television show.
3: And some TVs are better than others. Let me say Absolutely. that quality wise. Absolutely. I'm not taking none of that shit.
6: But, you know, <laughs> but, but before you dismiss it, there are things that are happening with that. that I think that we should also mm-hmm. mention how they're talking about how there will be a vaccine card. Um, And it is possible, we don't know what that card will mean, but it will show that those who have taken the vaccine um, will get a little card and those who have not obviously won't have the card. Some are saying that that card will be because there are some vaccines that will require more than one dosage so that you can track your dosage. Mm -hmm. But it is possible they will stop or restrict the movement of those who haven't been vaccinated.
3: Understand this, ladies and gentlemen, and let me tell you, I have been fooling men when I was younger. As a woman, if you can fool men with tits, you can fool people with another car. Remember all the EDD <laughs> scams they had going on this past year? Let me tell you something. It's always a way around some shit. Understand that. So create the cars. I know some people who can make, I know a bitch who can build a house in three minutes right now. <laughs> I know her. Want me call her? I get the bitch and I'm on speed dial.
6: you know? <laughs> like, so, like, so a car ain't no problem. A car
3: ain't no problem. I'm going to get past that, boo. I'm not doing it baby I you know how many other people get millions of dollars on the edd unemployment pandemic scam we will always find a way a way i'm not doing it i'm telling y'all right now that's up to you all i'm not telling nobody what to do for themselves i'm telling you what i'm not doing for me
6: and even with our former president saying that they would take the shot live on television but that doesn't obama do
3: anything obama i love you player you my dude all day i want to interview you i want to shake your hand hang out with you and everything i can shoot a couple of rounds with you but, nigga, you can take all the shots you want to. Give it to you and everybody. I'm not taking it. I'm not trusting Period. anyone with this because, and I, it's not that I don't trust President Obama, but because this administration has shown us such a disdain for the American people mm-hmm. and we have just become collateral damage, I'm not doing I don't trust anybody. I don't trust my mama. If she called me and told me to take a shot, I'd hang up on her ass.
6: Flame. there are people who are definitely suffering right now, and I know that you wanted to make sure that we started the show um, in a special way today because there's just a lot uh happening right now that it has is. been on your heart and and things that you want to share talk to us
3: i am um, i am a fan and not a fan of wendy williams if you understand that i love her what she does and everything but sometimes she gets on my nerve. but wendy williams has been under a lot of pressure lately mm. and then her mom just passed yesterday so mm. all was going on in her personal life with her divorce openly being so public and mm-hmm. living her life under that and now her mom died i don't know what god uh, is has on her But I hope she leans to God And looks to God To to find her way out of this And where I want to start off a, pre- a special prayer this morning For Wendy Williams With our pastor for the show This, You know we have our own church here At Love La- mm-hmm. uh, Laugh and Learn mm-hmm. Look at me I'm confused And it's called The He, She, We Church of God in Christ so I want to bring on Pastor Erskine and First Lady. Who
6: is Pastor Erskine? Let people know who may be joining us for the first time on Laughing Life.
3: Laugh. Pastor Erskine is a preacher out of Michigan. Him and his wife, they've just been fans of mine for a while and they um they've come onto the show and expressed that they and he doesn't have an actual church yet, but he always prays over the show. He prayed and we got He prayed over the show when we were just doing coffee time. And now look where we are. So, Er so, so Reverend Erskine, you know, I want you, we need, we need you right now before we bring Tisha Cameron, our very special guest on to just put a prayer in for Wendy Williams and her family. And here's my thing. Wendy was very close to her parents from what we see from the outside looking Mm -hmm, in. She mm -hmm. always had them on the show. And the mom and dad had been married for years and years. And, you know, when people have been married a long time, they become so much more than husband and wife. They are companions. They are soulmates. They are friends. They are confidants. And the, the, the dad is old. The mom was 83. I don't know how old the father is, but they have been together for like 40 or 50 years.
6: You talked about that because you also talked about the correlation between that and, say, Whitney Houston, who always leaned into her faith. Who
3: always leaned into her faith. We watched uh, Can I Be Media the other day. And whatever you ever interview you saw, whatever you thought about Whitney Houston, besides her being one of the greatest singers, if not the greatest singer mm. of all time, that she always looked to God no matter what. She could be high as a kite, and sometimes it was kind of prevalent that she was high in some of those interviews, but she had always acknowledged the Lord. Wendy, I need you to lean on God right now because I don't know what the test you're up against, but you can pass this test, and guess who's going to help you right now? Reverend Erskine. Reverend Erskine, I'm going to turn this over to you and let you give us a quick three-minute prayer before we bring Tashina on because, ladies and gentlemen, y'all put prayer hands up and send your own private prayers up for Wendy, uh, Wendy Williams and her family. Let us
1: smile ahead, Dear Heavenly Most Gracious and Kind Father, we come before you right now, Father God, thanking you, Lord God, for being God and being God all by yourself. Father God, we come standing in agreement, touching in agreement right now, Father God, for you to look down upon Wendy Williams and her family, Lord. Lord God, as they go through the loss of uh, their loved one, her mother, Father God, Father God, I'm asking that you just comfort them, Lord God, in a way that only you can comfort them, Father God. Lord God, for we know that you are comforter. Lord God, we know that you are everything, Lord God. And Lord God, in times like these, Lord God, is when we need you, Lord. Yes. Lord God, when we think that we are alone, Lord God, we know that it is you that it carries us, Father God. So yes. right now, Father God, I'm asking that you just comfort her, Lord God. Give her the strength that she needs to carry on, Lord God. I pray that you place people around her, Father God, that will keep her uplifted in yes. prayer. Lord God, that will lead her in the right way. Mm-hmm. I pray for our family members as well, Father God, that as they go through this this time of uh, bereavement, that they too, Lord God, can look to you, Lord God, from which their strength cometh from, Lord. Mm-hmm. For we know, Lord God, that when we lean and depend on you, Lord God, that there is nothing that we can't do. So right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for being with that family. We thank you for being with Wendy right now. We just thank you right now for embracing her, Lord God, and just keeping her. We also pray for this podcast, Lord God, that it just reach out and touch millions and billions of people, Father God. Lord God, that uh, it's knowing that it's a transfer of information. And Lord God, that we just come on here and learn from each other, that we just laugh and learn. And bless the guest today, Father God. Yeah. Just bless her in each and every one of her endeavors. Bless her and her, uh, her family. Bless Flame and Nick, Lord God, and just continue to just keep them on the right path, Father. Yeah. This we pray in Jesus' name and for His name's sake. Amen. 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 Amen.
3: Thank you, Reverend Erskine. So you guys can follow Erskine Porter and, and Catrice P three three one one zero and give special private prayers or what have. Erskine, the church is coming. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna call it He She We Church of God in Christ. That might not be good, but it's coming. <laughs> 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 All right. Hey, Thank you. I, I, received that. I love you guys. Yeah. Appreciate you, God. Wendy Williams, that was for you, my darling. <laughs> Thank you, Katrina. Yes. Thank you, Reverend Erskine.
6: You are. Thank you so much. This is one of those things, Flames, where you talk about how faith and 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 God is always present. You also um, had a challenging situation this week because um, <clears throat> you trusted the process of
3: making a purchase. Oh, <laughs> are you gonna just put me on blast and tell that I got used? I didn't. I was that. used like a rug, an old rug, y'all. So be careful ordering offline. Not off everything. I ordered uh, some. Um, Wardrobes for marketplace, mm-hmm. and so they went through fine. So I wanted to order a uh, golf cart. So that said, when it was beautiful. It was twelve hundred dollars." I did all the stuff. Lauren was the one who actually typed in the. I had to go get six eBay cards, mm-hmm. but I'm not an eBay uh, customer, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. just went in as a guest, baby. And then as soon as I sent that money, and she told me I need another thousand dollars to deliver it, I'm like, "It's right up the street. I could walk up here and get it if I wanted to on a good day." Baby, we never heard none. They didn't change the phone number and shut it down. So I got ganked out of $1,200, y'all. <sighs> uh-huh. I got the player got played. The player oh, got played. Oh, that hurts my fear. You know, I don't like to be played because you know I like to play games. But baby, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny when it roots, roots you, isn't
6: it? It's uh, no, it's not that. Damn it's funny. not that funny. My twelve hundred dollars <laughs> is gone, but I believe you'll get that back. I do think though, that it's a warning to all the flameettes out there and those who may be mm, listening. Be
3: careful what you order online, baby. That
6: around the holidays there tends to be a spike in online scams. You know,
3: holidays. It must have been a holiday for four years because that nigga been scamming for four years and still scamming. Won't leave. None of that. Well, um, One of the, the other things you wanted to talk about this in the headlines today,
6: we were talking about the fake meat.
3: Yeah. That, know, that, yeah. Say that again, please. The, the fake meat. Fake meat meat. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to all you women out there. If your man come home with fake meat, are you going to put it in your mouth? I'm just asking you for a friend. What. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> it don't even sound conducive.
6: <laughs> you are absolutely ridiculous. That's
3: like the Impossible Burger. <laughs> it's going to be impossible for me to eat some shit that's not real. Oh, it's plant-based. So is weed. Well,
6: <laughs> the the, I, the idea behind the, the fake meat mm-hmm. is that they are now growing meat genetically um, in a lab. Uh, so they're growing meat without the need to slaughter animals and and also the emission of greenhouse gases. The idea is to reduce all of that. You know. Okay.
3: So wait a minute. Make this make sense to me. They're they're growing meat because they don't want to have um they don't want to kill the animals and they want to try to. Per, per, uh, preferred life or what did you just say yeah what? they want to preserve life yeah okay but you were just telling us a few years ago that pork isn't good for you bacon ain't good for you then beef had the mad cow disease then chickens was nuts and everything else and but now y'all come up with coronavirus i tell you what i'm going to continue doing what i've been doing and make it work for me
6: this is the idea is actually called cultured meat and it's meat produced uh, by in vitro cell culture of animal cells instead of from slaughtered animals. It's a form of cellular agriculture. Culture meat is produced using many of the same tissues. It's just engineered
3: and done in a technique to taste like and feel like me, according to the Bible, Jesus and them ate goats. They slaughtered some lambs. A Baby, if they was okay for them. It was. It's okay for me. If it was okay with Jesus, it's okay with me. That's <laughs> you're like, all I'm saying. You're like
6: it was good enough. Baby,
3: <laughs> it's good enough for me. I'm not eating no processed meat. Oh I ain't never God. had an Impossible Burger because it sounds impossible for me to put that in my mouth.
1: I started talking about this incident.
2: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math and Magic Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone.
6: The studios didn't really control the theaters, the theaters
0: didn't control the studios. And
6: I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry.
0: Or Kellen Kenney, chief marketing and growth officer at at and who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar.
5: It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson.
0: In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: We today have a very special guest joining us momentarily that we're extremely excited about. Uh, you've seen her in so many different things. I think what's most notable about her that you were her most memorable role will probably probably be Gina from Martin, from the Martin Lawrence show, where she absolutely just killed that role like you wouldn't believe. But she has so many roles and so many things up under her repertoire. And she's a triple. Well, she's a quadruple threat. I cause She's agree. an actress, singer, dancer, but she's also a mother. She's yes, she a is. parent. That might be harder than all the mother three put together. All Let me just talk, together. especially in the midst of a pandemic.
6: You know, Flame, you and I talk about, too, just the amount of work it takes to do what it is that one does in Hollywood in, in and in a career. Um, because one of the things we've talked about is how she has had to evolve and change with with the times. Yeah. She's a singer. She's a dancer. She's done theater. She's done Broadway. Um what does it take to manage and maintain a career and that uh, that amount of longevity?
3: I think especially when you're a black woman, you have to be good at everything mm-hmm. because you're always being like we talked about. You will always have to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. So from one level to the next level to the next level, you will always have to prove yourself. <laughs> well,
6: hello. <long> <laughs>
5: Hey
3: baby, oh, girl, you, How got are on, you? you got on your. Stop. I don't want to go be alone
6: tonight. I got that good. I don't want to
5: be alone tonight.
6: Let Campbell or... stop because I'm already flame needs to stop and give you a proper introduction. Here she go, just going right on into it. flame. Stop! Ooh,
3: she popped <laughs> <ooh. Stop> up <laughs> on me. She rolled up on me like the coronavirus and shit. Wait a minute, slow down, player. Slow down. That's what we do, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> please welcome to Laugh and Learn our very special guest, the multi-talented actress, singer, dancer, <laughs> mother. Huh. That's the hardest role. The yes, beautiful Lord. and very talented Miss Tisha Campbell-Martin. Y'all make some noise Tisha. You, oh. Tisha Girl, Tisha, we've been waiting on you. We glad you joined us.
6: Tisha, before oh we get into the God. interview, I have to just say this. I'm going to fan out for a minute. I have okay. loved you since, and this is no lie, I have loved you since Little Shop. Uh, bop Bob uh-huh. Little Shop of Horus. Tisha, you are amazing you always have been to me there is just it's your energy it's everything so let's just go ahead and get this started because we know there's so many people (laughs) this this is not the nick smith
3: show but you know it could be we don't need
6: flame here you
0: know
3: you know uh (laughs) he he's skating on thin ice t so he better watch himself i just i just look like mother i'm the boss i'm that nigga how are you my darling (laughs) how you how you holding up during this pandemic uh t-shirt you know what I'm doing really well. I had a few losses, Mm -hmm. you know,
5: some people who um, passed away suddenly, but um, I'm doing good. My kids are amazing. Um, You know, I just, I took the time out through this pandemic to just kind of be still because you don't have no choice.
3: Well, that's the truth.
5: That part. And then, um, but it, it was amazing spending that time with my kids.
3: Well, since you brought up your children, let me, let me, cause I'm a parent as well. You have two children. I have three. No,
5: I, I called you the other day at your house.
3: Oh my God. Was, exactly. So, you know,
5: I'm picking up the phone. Right.
3: <laughs> so let me ask you, Tisha, because you have a son that's 19 years old and your son suffers with a, a tad bit of autism, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you as a parent, because I, you know, I had to research and see all this. I did not, I knew you had an autistic son, but I didn't know how much work you had spent with your son to Show him how to be whatever we consider normal that your son drives and he's very responsible for himself. And Kevin Mays, who's a mutual friend of ours, who introduced me to you, always talks about what an amazing parent you were to take that patience and take that time with your autistic son to just make him perfect. You have made him a special because you took the time. Everybody is not able to do that. So, outside of all the other well, you stuff that you've was? done... know what it
5: was? It was I accept the diagnosis but I don't accept the label. So, it was really all about um, you're going to be as independent of me as possible. Wow. Because when you get a diagnosis it's the scariest thing in the world and as a parent, you know, it's almost like somebody came in, stole your child's spirit, and now you're left with an empty shell at first. That's when you first get that diagnosis because you're just like, what is happening? And you would do anything to save your child's life. But one of the, um, Holly Robinson Pete was one of the first people that I had reached out to, and she was like, you ready for the work? Mm. She got me together all the way quick because at first she was like, I'm so sorry. That's what this her voice changed on me. It flipped on me. She was like, OK, you ready? You ready to go to work? And I was like, yeah, I'll do anything. She was like, no. Are you ready? Because you got to be ready. You got to you got to move. You got to try all kinds of different things. It may not work. Go go with what your gut is telling you. And it was all of those things that I really needed. And she was one of those people that was really there for me. In the very beginning, she just, you know, and I gave myself three days to grieve. It happened on a Friday. I gave myself three days to grieve. And I was like, all right, on Monday, you're going to get up, you're going to advocate, and you're going to fight for your child. And so that's what I did. And, and- so you, I, I didn't, I wasn't in denial. Um, I kind of knew something was up earlier. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm an actor. I think that was the reason I became an actor is because what we do is we, we, we study human behavior and we try to master emotions. And when I saw a lack thereof, I knew something was up. So I was doing early intervention and didn't even realize it.
3: You know what I commend about you because there was a lesson in what you just told me outside of even what Holly Robinson and you had to do the work. The lesson was when she came to you and you say she flipped her tone and you didn't take that aggressive. You didn't take like she was attacking you. You took that message and you you held on to it and you made it work for you. Kind of like when I first started doing drag there was a queen who told me I was a mess. She told me I was terrible. Instead of me taking that and saying I was defeated, she put a fire up under my ass to say get back Better, do better be great I love her to this day she died years ago but we both knew her and loved her so I love that message uh teacher and I know a lot of people didn't know that because everybody come when me come on and talk about all your accolades and we, and I'm going to get to that too but I want to okay. commend you as a parent I
5: like, no I like you told me when you told me honey you said we're going to talk about everything and I kind of like that because I like for people to get to know me past the persona
3: mm-hmm. you know what I mean Mhm, and we are over here, and that, I love that lipstick too. Let me say that that's cute, bitch. <laughs> that, that I want you to look at my handsome partner, Nick. Tisha, I want to ask you more about parenthood
6: and and being a mom yep. because um yep. you know and now you're you're moving and operating as a single mom. You know, and I yep. grew up in the house of a single parent, and I know the work yep. that goes into mm. uh, raising a black boy, and I know the work yep. that goes into trying to manage and do it all alone. There, uh, talk to us about how you're doing that right now in the midst of COVID uh with everything happening right now and still trying to you know uh provide a safe space for them
5: well you know what for it was it was a great time for me you know how black people do half the time like you know what we, we if we're put in a bad situation we you make we take those lemonades and we make i mean we take those lemons and we make lemonade Just right i always say i always say you give me some intestines, I'm gonna make some chitlins. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Just we, clean we them can, first, the girl. First. Just clean them first. Don't we do can that. The
5: worst of the worst situations. <laughs> we can, Tisha. We can. And we can, we can fall from it. Like at that moment, I was like, okay, I got my kids with me. I'm gonna work hard to make sure that I have time to put into them, time that I didn't have before. You know, we played, we played games, we talked, we had dinners. Not that I didn't do this before, but really sit down, yeah. you know, what's your future like? What We were having these conversations about money and we don't teach our children about finances. We don't teach them not to be afraid of it. You know, it's just not embedded in our, you know, that's we're not brought up that way. Yeah. So teaching my children how to save and what that means and, and how to... You know, navigate around money and understand it because I'm trying to learn it at the same time. Because everybody did that for me. You got to remember, I I grew up as a, um, a, 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 a I was in this business at three years old. So, and then I went straight into uh, a marriage. You know right. what I mean? From So I went from household to household where everybody else was taking care of the finances. And so as I'm being taught, I'm teaching. So we had those moments, and we really got close. And we played games, and we took walks, and we it was it was such a wonderful bonding moment for us. You know, we got to talk about a lot of stuff,
3: Uh, Tisha. When those conversations that you have with your children, when you because I'm with you, we've been having a lot more sit down dinners. Are you amazed at some of the things that your kids know that you'd be like, I tried to shelter you from that? Do oh, you, you know about this? You know, I'd not be amazed, like, oh my God, you heard that? My kids know <laughs> some stuff that I thought I would never hear them say, but I'm like, baby, I have to take my wig off and scratch my head, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, so- okay. <laughs> so, Tisha, when you were a young girl, did you aspire to be an actress, a singer, or a dancer? Which one was your first love? Or a oh, comedian? My first love- Music, singing. I come from a musical family. Push. My mother. You got to yeah. push. Ah, oh, I know oh that song. The tra- all the drag queens used to do push, baby. We all pushed. I was yeah. pushing and getting pushed up on. I'm pushing them up now, shit. But teacher, teacher
6: you came from a gospel house, a gospel background, so. Yeah,
5: my mother, my mother, my mother's uh gospel group were called the Shockley Singers. That's her maiden name, the Shockley Singers, and they were kids. But they sang background for Mahalia Jackson. Ooh. So and then I just found out that they they had a a pop name too, which was called the Lollipops. And that's a whole nother story. But they but but I learned a lot because my mother actually I I asked her recently because I got sent all these pictures from this woman in Europe who's like obsessed with you know girl groups. And I and she said, um, yeah. I said, mom, were you having in a group called Lollipops? She was like, oh yeah. I said, like, mom, <laughs>
3: Oh, so not mo- So the mother was, she was the church yeah. woman in the daytime and she was P-Valley at night. Yes, got, mother, work. <laughs>
5: that, that it was called the Lollipop.
3: Ooh, but you- here,
5: here's the thing. They, my mother, I think was like um, eight when they were the Lollipops. And she said, she remembers having to, um, when she sang the song, they had to stand behind curtains And have a a Caucasian, three Caucasian girls sing their parts. And she said it devastated her from the business, um, that and many other things that she saw in this business. But having to have somebody else sing your parts and it's you. Mm -hmm. And because they're white.
6: Tisha, you mentioned something I want to touch on, and because and, I want to go back into the career, but you were just talking about fiscal and financial responsibility. Uh, yeah. Tisha, you know we, we've tried to read a little bit of everything, uh, but when you when you actually left your marriage, Tisha, uh-huh. is it true that you were broke? Did you what What was your situation like?
5: No, that's true.
6: Wow, I'm not you gonna, had
3: seven dollars uh, in the bank? No, 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 no,
5: no. I had. I was trying to buy a knife for seven dollars. Oh, okay but I had like 20 something dollars. Well, I'm glad you didn't
3: <laughs> have to, to get the knife. Cause who was you going to use that knife on? Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Every Christmas I would have like, ah oh man, like 30, 40 people at my old house. And once I left, I actually had to move into a 500 square foot apartment. Mm. And, um, while, you know, they were going back and forth to the old house and to my 500 square foot apartment. You know, I had to. You know, I, I well, let me just put it this way. I talk about how being responsible with your gifts, and I knew that I was always responsible. I did my best with my gifts that God gave me and utilized it as a platform um, for the for the greater good, whether it's for my community, my family, whatever. So I knew that I will work um, because I just, I I push that hard. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm really aggressive when it comes to career. And I'm proud of how I have the relationships that I have in this business because I'm always kind and I have work ethic and I'm professional and I do what I'm supposed to do. But, you know, that part going back to zero from whence I had come was probably the best thing that I had that has ever happened to me.
6: Oh, wow. Explain that, Tisha.
5: Well, I, you know, I talk about it being a beautiful devastation. Like when you have to start over, you don't know why. You don't know why you're in this situation, what is happening, how this happened. And just when you start, when you have to go to zero, you have to look within. And you have to have faith. Oh, and so amen. this was the first time in my life I could say that I had true faith. Because faith to me was you get on your knees, you pray, you get up, you do the work. That's what I thought it was. But when you're at zero and you don't have and you don't know how you're going to eat and you have to start all over and you have to define who your real friends are, you have to, you know, all of these things come into play and you have some angels around you. Hmm. You have angels that come in like Regina and Tashina and, you know, my friend Danny and my brother, Stan, and all of these people who just say, we're not going to let you fall. And they didn't like, like literally three days after, like about three, three or four days, three or four days after I moved into the 500 square foot apartment. And I, mind you, I hadn't lived in an apartment since I was in my twenties. Three days later, I get a call that I got the Regina King pilot. So you have these angels that swoop down and it's like, she didn't even know. Cause I kept it a secret, by the way. I didn't tell anybody. I told nobody that, you know, we were separated. I kept it a secret and nobody knew.
3: And, so, you yeah, know, Tisha, you know, I, I, I love that story. And I love that you found your purpose through that because a lot of people let things break them and they just they just flatline and just like I can't do it anymore. But, girl, I'm telling you, when you got the strength and you have a purpose and you know that that fire is burning in you because you faith. knew that that fire was burning in you with that faith. Girl, that is that is unstoppable. That is like a train. Well, with let no me just
5: say I had to find my faith. I had to understand and I had to keep going. I even had a person named Shanti Daz who was right there with me at the moment of where I was like, I don't know how much more I can take. And th- there are those moments. Don't get me wrong. I'm not Miss Sister Fire. Like I could just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you're I, human. I, I, there, I, I was broken and I was like, how am I going to feed my ki- kids? And how could this possibly be me in this situation? And But I was okay. Because yeah. I still had... I still had solid ground to walk on with God and my kids and my and my true friends and my family members who were like, I'm going to be the friend that you need the way that you need. Because I was always there for everybody else. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, what, so you know, what's I- wonderful about that Tisha I don't mean to cut you off what's wonderful okay. about that is that your children were your purpose for you not to go into that dark hole so you couldn't get in a fetal position and be depressed because no. you always had somebody that relied on you and you had to be responsible for girl I know that I know that role just like it happened yesterday and I had a three month old a three year old and a three year old so I know yeah. exactly you, you, you can't even get depressed you're functioning depressed because you got somebody that you're responsible for That's that means right. more That's to you right. than then you mean to yourself?
5: You had somebody like a AJ Johnson, who I've known, you know, with, gosh, for a very house long party. time. party, yes!
3: The sister house party.
5: <laughs> uh, She's not only an actress, but she's also a life coach. And mm-hmm. those, she popped into my life. There was this one situation of <laughs> Tell it, tell, we want to know all me. of
3: it. Tell all of it, I want Listen,
5: it. Listen, <laughs> she was trying to tell me that a friend wasn't being a friend. And I was so used to in my old, in old Tisha land of protecting anyone. It didn't matter what they ever did to me. Mm-hmm. Right? But she was trying to tell me this friend isn't being a friend. And I literally, I could curse, right? Of course. Girl,
3: this is my show. I say everything. So,
5: okay. so, um, uh, so I said, well, you know what? You could get the fuck out. And she was like, you're kicking me out. No, I'm kicking you the fuck out. Get the fuck out. That's what I told her. And she was like, okay. The next day she calls me on the phone and goes, Hey, I'm just checking on you. i so, are you nuts? Didn't I just kick you out? She was like, I am going to be the type of friend that you need. I'm going to be the type of friend that you need, not the type of friend that's going to walk away from you. At your worst moments, I understand what you're going through, but I'm going to keep checking on me. I said, you're insane.
3: <laughs> I like her. her you to call. I know uh, that's right. <laughs>
5: Nuts. Okay. And she was like, yeah, but I'm going to call you tomorrow. And that's what she did. She understood that I couldn't see mm-hmm. and that I was blind and that I had a veil over my face. I think a lot of times, y'all. I talk a lot too, so. Just oh, we I mean, oh, no, we wait. Hey, we want.
3: Yes, we've been waiting on so you, girl. Come on. A
5: lot of times, this this business has shielded, well, my my work shield shielded me from a lot of the stuff that goes on in this Hollywood game. Yeah.
3: Because
5: I've been working, 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 working. So I didn't see. So there's a lot going on in this place. Cause people would go, people would say stuff about Hollywood and I go, I don't know what you're talking about. I What I'm saying, like I literally was like, I, I don't see what you see. Because I thought I had the greatest friends ever. Hmm. And that the people that I'm connected to, or well, I can help them make be better people or something. But that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes I think people come out here. And they're so obsessed with power and money and prestige that I didn't do it for that reason. So at three or four or five, I got into the business to help my parents. I got into the business to help other people. And that continued to be the theme of my career was to help, help, help others. But now I'm at a place where I'm like, I need to help me and know who I am and really, so the COVID isolation gave me the opportunity Mm. to just be still and really learn who Tisha is and it was the most amazing experience because what I did know about Tisha was that I had a lot of create in me and I know that I like to use my platform for the betterment, so I can do all of those things. And I had nobody in my ear telling me what I couldn't do that I'm not. And I started to create all of these different shows and (laughs) all of these, uh, I'm developing. I got four shows in development right now. Thank you, God. And um, I'm proud of myself because I took what I knew to be true, which was my create, and I made that build me up. Mm -hmm. And I feel so free, so amazing. I feel like a better mother. I feel like a better person. I feel like a better friend. And I think that's where I am
3: right now. Well, I'm proud of you, too. Let me just say that. And I be. I know you got a question he wants to ask, but I want to ask, out of all your iconic characters that you have played on TV or in a movie, which one was your personal favorite? So between Jay or Gina or... Because, you know, we all know you. as We know you for Gina. I loved you as Jay, though, because you were older and you were so wise and on my wife and kids. I Plus, Damon it. was going to put me on the show. I told, Damon was going to put me on as your brother. But they, they, yeah. yes, you did. <laughs> Which was your favorite, Tisha?
5: You know what? Um, It's hard to choose. It's like apples and oranges, but I'm actually rediscovering the Martin show because I never watched it. You know what I mean? Neither Tashina nor I watch our work, right? Wait a minute.
6: Why didn't you watch it? Why didn't you all watch it?
5: We just... Tashina and I come from the theater and we come from um, this different type of hustle. And so, you know, she's from Queens. I'm from Jersey. And... Um, once you finish a job, you just move on and you're trying to get to the
6: next one. That you is, know what I mean? Tisha, you know what? You have said a couple of things that just remind me of my partner right now. Flame has done flame flame will work on a show, work on a set. And I said, flame, what about last? He's like, Nick, I'm moving on to the next thing. I have to put that behind me and work on the next part. Talk to us about yeah. that. That thought process. Cause the rest of us are sitting here. and like, wait a minute, but you killed that. Tisha, why are you not doing the same thing
5: again and again and again? And that's not the way it works. Well, I think I think one has to remember that they have to recreate themselves and recreate themselves. And I think it also comes from the fact that um, Tashina and I both, Regina, Vivica, all of these people know that the actual career lifespan of an actor is only five years. So in order to elongate your career, one has to evolve, and, and you got to
3: keep it. And speaking of Tashina, because you guys just came from hosting the Soul Train Awards for the second time. I talked bad about you about that panel of the outfit last week, too. Let me tell you in advance. <laughs> you gotta
5: leave It got to leave. It was the first sleeves for me. Designer,
3: so Girl, it was the first <laughs> sleeves for me, Tisha. I was like, wait a minute now. Who put her in so. this monkey hair? But Toshina <laughs> <I hate you. laughs> But Toshina was on one of my absolute favorite shows that we were just talking about when we got here to the studio. Survivor's Remorse. Let me tell you how dope that show and that writing was and Toshina killed that role with that Asian actor as her boyfriend. Baby, let And I got my ups and downs with your with your girlfriend Tashina, but I sent her a, a, a Twitter message and told her about it about the BET Comedy Awards years ago in two thousand five. We talk about that another day offline, cause I, I yeah, that's your girlfriend. I like her too, cause she's a brilliant actress. I don't
5: know what you talk about.
3: I, I say I'll tell you offline. Uh, <laughs> before you get back to that, we still want to know what your favorite role was. Okay,
5: so back to that. Like I'm just starting to look at the Martin Show uh-huh. again because all these millennials and. And Generation Zs—they're obsessed with the '90s, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I—I I keeps me uh, again going back to evolving and recreating yourself. I keeps me a millennial around me at all times, okay? Because I got to keep it fresh. So, uh, one of my friends who's who is younger, she would always quote Martin Show quotes at me, and I would be looking at her like, "What are you talking about?" Like. And she would go, you don't know what, look at the white shoes, look at the white shoes is. And I was like, no, is that from the Martin show again? And she goes, go, oh, yeah, I'm going to Google it. I was like, you will not Google, no, look at the white shoes and it will pop up. And sure enough.
3: My three, shirt I'm sorry, my three favorite episodes of you and Martin. One, when you had on the powder of the blue dress with the split and you and Martin was trying to battle who could go longest without sex. And when he picked you up, and you said, oh, 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 oh. girl, I could not hit that though. I love that. When Martin got beat up by the boxer and he had the gray big ass head with all the knots on it and you had to kiss him that was hilarious and y'all started dancing and twerking you was twerking long before twerking and my absolute third third favorite episode is when you sang in the black mini dress with Mm. this T-strap dress and you sang um, Tina Marie Fire and Desire girl that was the one right there Tisha got you I know (laughs) that show can be put in a time capsule for 2000 years from now and still be very relevant Uh that was a great but
5: you know what's interesting? We didn't know it was going to be like that.
3: Wow. It was Fucking and it was the ensemble cast exactly. that was so great. It was not just Martin and just you. It was Tisha, it was Carl Payne, it was Tommy Ford. May he rest in peace. So once he passed, I was so glad that you guys did not do the reboot because I didn't want to see anybody else play his role. I only wanted him. And we were
6: just talking about how that show stands in, in with some of the greatest shows ever. Because we've talked about Norman Lear. Well, Flame and I just talked about an episode of Maud and how it was the it was the it was the collaboration. It was the ensemble cast. And that's exactly what you all did. And you all were relatable. And I think you need to know how much you meant two families that you know Tisha I don't know how many people you get a chance to interact with but it, it was it was a moment where you could sit down with the family I grew up in a single-parent home Tisha and we was my mother and I would watch this show and we would laugh together because it was always just enough where it wasn't too much where you were not embarrassed to sit there with your mama and watch you know what I'm talking about uh, but it, it was one of those things it was just good family fun and it was it was it was cool. it was black excellence Tisha and it was just wow. it was just a joy to to actually watch that moment and and just see you and again this was this was mama that's teaching from little little shop of horrors, you know it, so it's just one of those things where it's just always been so much
5: we went in there to just make people laugh and feed our families but we never thought that it would you know like be like the brady bunch or i love lucy where it just keeps going on and on and on and new new generations discover it we didn't think we we, we when we sit down and talk we're like can you believe this like we're we're kind of in shock that people refer to us as icons oh or God, that we have yes. that. We really did not know that. We did not know or see that coming. But I think the best part of that was I still didn't answer your question
3: by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I I I don't hear me sister. <laughs> I'm paying very close attention. I am. I just I ain't gonna, I'm not I'm not going to push on that.
5: But I'm enjoying rediscovering these two characters, Martin and Gina. It's really nice. I mean, people write songs
3: about him. It's it's so interesting. My children anyway. enjoy Martin. My children love Martin. They watch the Martin show. They love Martin show. They when I told them I was interviewing you, my daughters were like, "You're gonna interview her?" Woo! They love the episode when you were trying with Biggie Small. So does Triple the uh, the producer here. She loves that episode when you and G, when you and Pam uh, Tashina. Oh, Triple says she loves you. When you and Tashina were trying to vie for Biggie Small's attention when he was having the talent show. Yeah. <laughs> she said she absolutely loves that. That's her favorite episode.
5: You know, I love I love being able to. You know, Tashina and I have known each other since we were 11 and 12 years old. And um, it was a blessing to be able to do a show like that with one of your friends. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, that's one of my besties I've known. We, and like you said, I did Little Shapaharas with her when I was 16 years old. And. We've been hanging in there and um, we have that knowledge that about only having a five year career lifespan, we we keep doing our best to entertain people. And we've we're honored to have surpassed those five years and to have served people in that way.
3: So let me ask you a question, Tisha. Did you and Tashina ever have to go up against each other for roles? And one of you all got the role? So because, you know, we always like, I want this role. I want this role. But your friends, had that ever become an issue? Did that ever muddy the waters in you guys' Um, relationship? I love that. I love that that never did.
5: I think when we first met, we met on an audition.
3: Oh, okay. And
5: so we were the only two people talking to one another. Wow. And everybody else was, you know, you know, snooty or mm-hmm. didn't want to, mm-hmm. you know, didn't want to have conversations. And we just gravitated to one another. And then next thing you know, I'm calling her, yo, you heard about this audition. She was like, nah. It's like, all right, come on and roll with me to this this audition and just write your agent's name down. Like I would tell her about stuff because it was like, if I don't get it, I hope she does. And that's the 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 viewpoint we both had about each other. And we've been you know, silently cheering each other on. We've even had our moments where we have gone and, 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 you know, lived our lives separately. And, you know, she's still working, I was still working, but we were always silently supportive of one another. And now, you know, coming, being able to come together and do these kind of things and her, you know, her jokes and She's just the funniest girl on the
3: planet. Both of you guys are great singers. But what I love about that message that you just saw, if more women, and I'm talking to women, not just black women, but if more women can find the spirit to uplift their friends and their people in their lives to say, I I encourage you, do your best. I always wish the best for people to I mean, Tisha, I talk plenty shit. I talk plenty shit. But right. I always feel like my blessing is going to come. Whatever God going to bring to me, I'm going to be ready to take it, and it's going to be for me. I, when my, when Nick came on as my partner, there was a no-brainer about who I wanted, how I wanted to go half down the middle, because this is my partner. I didn't want him to feel cheated. I didn't want to feel like I was bigger than him or better than uh-huh. him. This is a partnership, and I love that your friendship, you showed that, because a lot of people can take that a different way. When she keep beating me out for rows. what if she got three or four in a row and you didn't get one? You didn't take it on the partner. Now, you, you encouraged your friendship. That's a whole woman right there. All you half a bitches out here. I'm talking to y'all, cause this a whole woman right here. <laughs> and, and Tisha, Tisha, I told it really Flame. It's
5: about knowing that if something's for you, it's for you, and if it's not for you, it's not for you.
6: I, and I kept telling Flame, like, th- this is not how the business works. You don't, you don't go out of your way to help somebody else like that. And and Flame's like, this is the way yeah, I, I work. This is who else. I am. See,
5: that's funny. I don't understand that concept. Mm-hmm. So I've always been that way. Tashina's always been that way. The, the people that I love have always been that way. So we always encourage one another. We we cheer for one another. We root for one another. So I don't know any other way of being. Mm. So when people say that, it's actually shaggy.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Tisha, do you still deal with, uh, how do you deal with? Let me ask you this because, uh, again, we're talking about friendships. I wouldn't be here right now if we're not for this amazing soul sitting next to me, right? More than 30 years, we've known each other, right? I'm
3: only 25. That <laughs> so, nigga lying. That so, nigga lying.
6: So it's one of those things where <laughs> I, 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 I consider playing to be one of the best blessings of my life, period, right? How do you deal with even now, Tisha, just disappointment or challenges, you know, and and what words of encouragement can you give to people? Because those moments do still come. Are there still things that you've worked for that you're like, oh, why didn't that role or such and such happen? How do you deal with that? And what what words do you give uh, of encouragement to give to those who may be aspiring?
5: I think there comes a time, you know, as you're working on your own mental wealth and health, as you're as you're working on self you realize that life is a balance. Bad things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. It's not that. And and it may be a different lesson. It may be the same bad thing that keeps happening, right? But it's the way that you handle it. It's the way that you deal with it. Maybe I have to deal with it in a different way. I have to learn that. Like I remember even recently, um, I was having a meeting with a very big network. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is only a couple of days. I was having a meeting with a really big network about one of my projects. And it was so much good news. And then I find out my friend passed away, Troy um, Clark. And it was like, it's, it's heartbreaking and it's shocking. And at one moment I'm having the most amazing moment and then the next it's like (sighs) Mm. so you learn to just understand that life is a balance and it's all in the way that you handle it like i encourage people to seek therapy life coach whatever your thing is um spiritual coach um tashina's aunt was really helpful she's a pastor um and she was really helpful, you know. um, But you know, I have some really amazing people around me, and just no, I think it's really important that people know that life life is going to balance itself out.
3: Mm, yes, it is, Tisha. Yes, it is. I want to ask you a question that have nothing to do with the acting and nothing to do with your career. I want to ask you about the vaccine. You know, the vaccine they they pushing it real hard to come out this week, po- possibly Wednesday, as early as Wednesday. I, I don't allow my children to take the flu shot. So I know for a fact we're not taking it. I wanna ask you how do you feel about the vaccine, Tisha, and what are you what are your thoughts on you don't have to tell us whether you're taking it or not, but what are you what are your thoughts on it?
5: Oh I'm not taking it. Oh, okay. There you go <laughs> there you go. Come on, Tisha. See I I'm, I'm not taking it because usually it takes them years. Right? Right. Of just research. And, 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 and I, I'm I'm not confident in the science, but that's just me, guys. I'm not anti-vaccines. Mm-hmm. It's what message. you want to do with your body and oh, your my. children and your family. I personally do not take the flu shot because every time I took it, I happened to get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just me. I'm not saying that that's what it does to everybody, but I'm gonna be real about it. Like that's not that's not something that. I
3: personally am comfortable doing. Okay, so let's make up. Our, we gonna, I want you to sing because I've made up a song. I haven't made up the words, but I have a title of a song for the vaccine. It's called "Give It to Your Mama." So go ahead and write a rap and sing about that. It's called "Yeah, Give It to Your Mama." Because I'm not taking no, it. No. <laughs>
6: Are you excited now, you know, without going into anything too political where you may not be comfortable talking about? Are you excited about the next four years? And did things shake out the way you wanted them to with this?
3: (laughs) Oh, <laughs> See, that's T-shirt. My... T-shirt. Come on, <laughs> on Tisha. That's what I'm talking about. Tisha,
6: I expected you to say something like, well, actually, you know, I'm trying to figure out where the administration
3: <laughs> may lead. Tell him the you fuck know. off, Tisha. I'm sorry. I'll tell listen, him for you. Fuck off.
5: No, listen. When it comes to family and choices and vaccines and stuff, I I don't judge anybody for whatever. That is, that is totally what is up to them. But when it comes to the next four years mm-hmm. and getting rid of what we've been through mm-hmm. the demise of our country. I am very, very excited. And i really, you know, that's why, you know, when we you know we produce the Soul Train Awards as well.
1: The oh, no. I didn't know that.
5: Yeah, we produced them as well. And so it was really important for us to pay tribute to African American women because we really came through this year.
3: We did. You know we did. And we did. See, we did. We did. <laughs> We did, Tisha. We did. Did you, did you see? I'm an African-American
5: woman. Oh, no. I caught it. And oh, I
3: <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on now. This ain't school. Tisha, let me ask. Let me tell you something. As a trans performer, as a drag queen performer, so many of us have done uh, Be Alone Tonight as production numbers and in pages and contests. And everybody tried to look oh. like you. I want y'all to know I had it down to a science when I was a younger girl. Baby, I had the body it and was- everything. And thinner. Did you do the, did you
5: do the, uh, oh, I did the, uh, you did the dance moves? baby, Get let it. me tell you something. all those
3: girls on there were lovely, uh, some of them didn't age that well, but all those girls were lovely, <laughs> that was a joke, you missed that. that went over your head, I'm not, not. I'm, I'm
5: pretending like I didn't hear words <laughs>
3: She know who I'm did talking you, about. You Look. See, you tell the smile. Just hold the smile. There you go, teacher. Tisha. you know so I don't hear the
5: flame is talking about. There right you go. Now. Don't
3: Tisha. pay no attention to me, girl. You At know was, you know I wasn't raised, right? I was raised in the projects with, with a whole lot of boys. We used to play catch a girl, kiss so a girl. Uh, did you
5: were you raised in a Yes. I'm that, from North New Jersey. Most people don't know that cuz I play a lot of Buzzy Roll.
3: That was the best living ever living in the projects when, in the 70s and 80s. I'm telling y'all right now. But I want to ask that? you a question teacher serious question. Grow up? In Chicago. I'm oh. from Chicago. Uh grew up okay. on the west I I grew up I, can't, I grew up on the west side. I was educated on the south side. I I, did my, I came out on the north side, but I did my best work on the east side. They know what that means. Tisha, you know what I want to see you do that I've never seen? You? I want to see you yeah. do a serious, serious dramatic role. Have you ever considered that? <laughs> I actually
5: started out doing drama, a lot of drama. Um, I could not get arrested doing comedy. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, if you wanted somebody to drop a tear or two or five or 20, Tisha was your girl. And... Um, I didn't know what comedy was and nobody, in fact, I would audition for comedies. And I remember this one casting director, one of those moments we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. that it was criticism, but I actually took it to heart, not to heart, but to the brain. And she said, you need sitcom classes. And I was like, okay, where do I take those? She's like, there aren't any. (laughs) So I knew that all these comedians were getting deals and I needed to if I was going to get on a show I had to learn what it was so I used to go to the comedy act theater comedy store the Lab factory sit in the back with the comedians to try to figure out what comedy was and the really good ones were the ones who told their true life stories And I was like oh it's a thin line between drama and comedy got it
3: Got it. I am flabbergasted in the fact that you said that you didn't know comedy. As funny as you were on Martin, oh my God! Some of those lines and the timing was the timing. Oh my God! You, I, you can't teach timing. You cannot teach timing. It is. It's got to be in you. I I know that I'm really good
5: at dancing with different comedians, and mm. especially those who come from you know from the stage and from you know stand up and what you what you do, Flame. Um, but I'm I'm really good at learning. Who they are, their movements, and then I try to either enhance, support, or counter. Like, sometimes some of the actors would get really, really big. Mm-hmm. Like, you see those big moments from Martin or from, from Damon, and then I'd go really mm-hmm. ground. I start to, you know, ground the scene and see where they would go. But I was also very good at not laughing, because I never wanted them to... Um, miss an opportunity for comedy. So I had to hold my laughter in. Tashina was the worst. No, Tommy was the worst. <laughs> But Tashita would hold hers in and go. <laughs> but you wouldn't know she was laughing on set.
3: You know what show I would have made you, I thought would have made you break. Remember the show where you guys had won the trip on El Martin when you guys went to the island and the, the little rodent, the rat or the gopher or something, and you were fighting. Girl, I, that shit right there was so funny. We were
5: short and we needed to elongate the scene because we the the show wasn't going to... Make it to the, you know, it's usually 20 something minutes. Mm -hmm. And so short. And he was like, T, I I have to milk this. So just roll with me. I was like, I got you. And so we just had to elongate the scene to foreverness. (laughs) That was so funny.
6: Tisha, what can you share with us about? Uh, you talked about a couple of projects. Uh, again, we want to make sure we get a chance to plug anything you want to talk about. And
3: before you answer, before you answer, you said it was four shows. There better be a line for. There better be a line or two for a tranny in there. I'm just saying. <laughs> how how about a line? There
5: actually is love... one character that I'm really hoping that they go with Ooh. because. It's a it's a drama
3: actually. I'm working on a drama. I can get serious. You want the wig on or off? How you want me? How you need me?
6: (laughs) Please keep that wig on. That's all we're gonna ask, Tisha. Please, for everybody's sake, Mm -mm. don't do that.
5: One I can talk about, which um, I love. It's my passion project, and the the way that I got connected to this woman, Tony D Rivera, was actually through watching The Breakfast Club.
6: Hey, and that's I'm, my show. Shout out to that's Charlemagne, right. DJ N V and Angela. Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Yes, right. That's right. And I'm so grateful to them because I saw this woman doing an interview. And um she used to be trafficked. Her name is Tony D. Rivera. She used to be human trafficked. And now she they're calling her, they're referring to her as the new Harriet Tubman. She saved over two thousand people last year wow. from being human. And so we're doing a docu-follow of her reconciling families and re-acclimating uh, people who have been in the streets back to their families and to their loved ones. And, and I'm really, really passionate and proud of this piece because, again, it's one of the things where I told Tony, I was like, I think we can help people on a broader basis. Please allow me just to push as hard as I can. And she did. And I'm I'm so thankful to her. Cause I just wanted that help in any way, shape,
6: that is Tisha. I, well, then I'm gonna sp- uh, put you on the spot right here. We would love to at some point talk to you about having her on the show. We're talking about Tony yes. D. Rivera, and she's the author yes. of the book um, uh, Silent Screams on the Front Lines, correct? That's and, right. And uh, yes. you can follow Tony D. Rivera at Tony D. Rivera. She's at, on Instagram. So, so, Tisha,
3: let me ask you a question though about her. So, you said 2,000 people, so they were trafficking men and women or boys and girls and just men and not- boys, girls. Um,
5: LGBTQ wow. plus everybody. So and it's mm. for different reasons. Sometimes it's for sex trade industry or sometimes it's for um um what do you call it?
3: organ oh for organ donors. And I know they use organ a lot harvesting. Of those... She talks yeah. about
6: that here on the organ harvesting, Tisha. Yeah, yeah. definitely.
3: Wow.
5: Yeah. So she has been helping so many people taking her own money, you know, and with her husband, and trying to either buy people back or help them get back, and and I was like, just please. And so I have to thank, you know, DJ Envy and Charlemagne for the platform that they gave her, because it, it it took me it took me weeks to have the courage to call her. Mm. I mean, I didn't call her. I I did her. <laughs> and because um, I didn't know how I could help, but I knew I, I just reached her and I was like, I just got to figure something out. So,
6: so what should we look for from you, Tisha? How should we support? Because now you have the Flameettes and everybody who has been part of Laugh and Learn. Tisha, we love you. We consider you family. How can we support this project and yes. mission um, and, the, and the message you want to put forward?
5: We just want to put those roses. We call them they call them roses on the streets you know, get those roses back and replant them. And she has a foundation called Rose, the Rose foundation and however, anybody can contribute to that. Um, but go on her page. Um, we are doing like legitimate, you know, in them streets, we're doing that kind of work. So, you know, she's funding everything by herself. We're going to share and that. We're
3: going to share that information on, 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 on this. That was great. I'm t- I would have never known about it had you not mentioned. It. I didn't know. I didn't know that I knew about the human trafficking, but I didn't know about this lady and, because I haven't seen all the Breakfast and we clubs. will let
6: you all connect offline to set yes. something up. With that, that is yeah, that is great. Teacher, teacher. That's teacher. amazing.
3: You have shown us today, girl. You are so much more than what I said—an actress, singer, mom, uh, um, dancer, and mom. Girl, you are a a warrior, and I like it. Absolutely, I like it.
5: girl. I I, think I, all, I, we all got warrior in us.
3: I got male just, and female warrior uh, in man. me. I got male and female warrior in me, so you come on with that's it, babe. You. The left titty <laughs> yes. is the girl, and the right titty is the guy. I'm telling you Work. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. TJ, that's a whole
6: lot. Are you ready to have that on set? That's what I'm asking you, TJ, you know, because that audition going to be a lot.
3: You need to be ready for that. <laughs> You Tisha, you made a, a you made a point about this woman being the new Harry Tubman. You know, I got a great joke about Harry Tubman. I say that Harry Tubman had to be the first trans man ever. Cause you know, trans men are women who identify as men and look like men. That's how she got away with so many times because she was looking like a little like a little dude running back and forth. Cause I'm telling you something right now, I wouldn't have been the good slave. If I would have got away, y'all was on y'all own. I wasn't coming back for nobody. You my know mama, what? my kids, the grandma, everybody would have been stuck, baby. I'm having <laughs> Yeah, I ain't shit. I'm telling y'all, no, I ain't shit. I'm telling and, and, But I have to tell you, Tisha, oh just to let you know, Flame is not alone on that
6: one. Flame said, "Nick, you would have been one selling us out for a two piece." Girl, That's you it. know, flame, flame hiding over there. As soon as I see a spicy dark, give Nick a two piece. Flame hiding over there, master. I see
3: Flame. Look at her, right over there. So, this yeah, food, love chicken. This I love, food, chicken. food love chicken. love chicken. This food, love chicken. Tisha Campbell Martin, oh. we love you. I thank you so much for thank doing this. God. We are hey. going to share that Nicky right. Rivera information. I just want to keep my faith, my fist up to you and say, I'm proud of you. I love that you know who you are because in my words that I tell everybody, can't no bitch do what you do? Can't nobody do what the next person does. Find your lane and enjoy your lane because nobody is going to do it. They can do the same job you're doing, but they will never do it like you do. And teach Campbell, can't nobody do it like you. Let me hit that Thank note. Thank you so much. <laughs> See, I can't, I, can't, I can't even hit the damn note. <laughs>
6: Ladies and gentlemen, Tisha Campbell, Martin, actress, singer, mom, dancer, dancer all of that. Uh, we love producer, you. Thank you so much.
3: i will be waiting on that phone call for that audition. Thank you, beautiful.
6: And before we close out, because you know that many of the flame have been asking you to, to do this, to do what it is that you do, which is just talk to people and have a show go where it's one of the things you are talking to people you've watched, you've admired over the years, and you asked her some great questions. What did you learn?
3: I learned today that she is a philanthropist and she's a whole person because she sees the world in black and white. She don't, she ain't making the world be what she wants it to be. Mm-hmm. And even though a life lesson that she, and she was taught us many life lessons if you guys listen to those stories, because you can take things and you can make them however you want to be. So mm-hmm. you could tell, ten people can tell or two people can tell you one thing. You can take the good or you could take the bad or you can find a message up under what both of them have told you. I love that she gave y'all a message. And what we said a little bit earlier, baby, you never know how strong you are until you have to be. We appreciate you, Tisha Campbell Martin, for sharing your story. We're glad that you found your way back. We are more glad that you found you, because like I told y'all before, you can't hide from yourself everywhere you go. There you are. And just
6: so we also recognize the fact, too, Flame, you and I have talked about how every conversation is a blessing. Every right, We learned something. I was not familiar with Tony D. Rivera or the work in um, this passion project that now Tisha is a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will definitely be sharing more information on, about that when we uh, post this show, because we have um, we've lived in Chicago. We know that there are people who are on the streets. We know that there are often people who are. Um, uh, in situations we've been blessed, we weren't weren't part of that. You no, know,
3: I worked the streets. Oh, you mean you just lived on the streets? Oh, I, well, I worked. Well, I did work the streets when I was young. I'm just you know, this is laugh and learn. If I'm not gonna tell y'all the truth, nobody. Somebody was trying to Cause drag in. Can nobody earthy. tell my story better than me? Yes, I did work the streets. It was very short lived, maybe like a year or two, but I had a great time. Okay, so that's not today's topic, though. That's not today.
6: (laughs) No, we're going to come back to that. Ladies and
3: gentlemen, we uh, have had an amazing time. I'm so glad that my partner is back here with me today, Nick Smith. This is my buddy, my partner. We thank you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. Catch us here each and every Monday. You can also catch me on Coffee Time during, uh, during, throughout the week and Love Lounge some nights. Please follow me at Flame un- underscore Monroe on Twitter, at Monroe Flame on Instagram, and Marcus Flame Monroe Parker, that's that whole legal name, <laughs> on Facebook. As well as you can follow my partner, Nick Smith, at...
6: At Nick Smith News on all platforms. So, yes, we and are.
3: My, and my manager, Lauren Hogan, over there, which is Lauren Armani Hogan, Uh learn armani h on instagram and if you want to book me or and, or, and nick together it's he she, we bookings at gmail.com if you're not familiar with what he she we is he cashed a check, she makes the money, we spend it. The same bitch that's talking to you and looking at you and you looking back at that's one person. He, she, we. I got three subtitles, three pronouns, and that all works for me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Laugh and Learn. This is episode number four, and I'm telling you, it was great. Please join us next week. We have had an amazing time. We are out of here, Nicholas. Are we out of here? We are out of here. Peace. Hey! <laughs> Can't nobody do it like Flame and uh, Laugh so and light. Yes, with uh, Flame uh, and With Flame Monroe. He we. There
6: you go. He he we. There we go. Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. The show is produced by Tribble. Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne.
0: Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.